Now everyone's making it in film and TV, but we don't really know how. Here we uncover the truth. Welcome to the Your Cinema Podcast. Welcome to the Your Cinema Podcast today. Um, this is the podcast where we explore the truth about the film and TV industry as well as theatre and we hear it directly from those who are making progress and smashing it in their fields as well. Um, today we've got a really exciting talent. Um, I came across him many years ago on a program or initiative that we did. Um, and since he's been really going from strength to strength, he's been in Man Versus B with Mr. Bean or Rowan Atkinson um, for Netflix, uh, A Brave New World, which you can see on like BritBox and Apple TV and other places. And last year he was in the Roy Williams classic, Sucker Punch, which uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Anthony Walsh were were, were in many years ago as well. And um, he also recently won an award for Best Supporting Male Actor in a Play at the Black British Theatre Awards. Come on. Um, Yeah, I introduced to you guys um, none other than Christian Alifo. What's going on, bro? Yes, yes, yes. Good to be here. Finally, we got it in the diary. Come on. Trust me, trust me. But nah, it's good to catch up with you and chop it up. You know? No, good, good. Because, yeah, man, you, you, you're you booked and busy. You get it. Um, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, right, because um, you kind of touched on it a, um, like just before we started recording, but like, how are you feeling right now, man? Yeah. Right now? I, I was I was even chatting with one of my friends when I, I was driving on the way down mm. back to my flat, and I was like, "Bro, I feel like I'm here now, man." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I can truthfully say that now. I think there's been times when I've been putting on that front or that mask to act like everything's cool and everything's sweet, but now when I say that, I say it with chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I say it with chest. Like, yes. I'm here yeah. and I'm good. And I'm ready. I'm just ready to work, man. I'm ready to keep pushing and keep elevating. Mm, I love mm. that. I love that. So just to even unpack that a little bit, right? What's been happening for you in the past three years? Three years. Ooh. I think, do you know what it is? I think for sure, battling imposter syndrome. Oh, wow. Mm, mm, like... Um, can I do this? Like, this is a tough industry and we all know that. This is what we're taught or not taught, but this is what they say even in drama school. You know, it's difficult. Don't expect to leave here and just fly. And that's exactly what happened. You know what I mean? I left Identity in 20... Just at the start of 2020, 2019, January. Mm. Um, and it was tough, man. Like, mm. auditioning knows auditioning knows 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 and it's like damn this 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 industry is hard like they weren't really capping about this so i think a lot of the time i've been battling imposter syndrome um for the past three years going through that training and there was a period when it just wasn't working for me man like i was turning up to workshops wasn't prepared flopping like yeah 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 like there's been there's been periods when I've just been not at it at all man and I've now looking back I'm like I'm so thankful for those times because now I know you can't cut corners like everything has to be 
you know what I mean? It has to be 100% every time because everybody else wants that role as well. So if you're not turning up and you're not being your best, don't expect to get anything from this. You know what I'm saying? And so I think for the past three years, I've been going through that. And now I'm in a place where I feel like I'm operating as best as I can. And that's that's being reflected in the work that I've booked and the work that I'm in the rooms that I'm into now. It's like I'm ready for those rooms. But three years ago, no chance. No chance. No chance. Wow. So you know what, right? I, I love that. It's it's amazing to see the growth because you've mentioned imposter syndrome, but then you've also dovetailed it with professionalism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, was the, it, it, like, are they linked, do you think? When you look back on on, on how you were feeling, how, how do you feel like they were linked if they were? Yeah, I think it is linked because if you're absolutely prepared to the best of your ability. You're being professional. You know all your lines. You've done the inside work before you've entered the room. You're not going to feel like an imposter because you know you've done the work. And that's all that matters. You've done the work and you're turning up and you're giving your interpretation of what you think that scene is. And maybe subconsciously back then, I'm I'm questioning myself. I'm not. I'm not sure if this is the right... Uh, choice. I'm not sure if I'm hitting it. What are they thinking? Are they thinking I'm doing it right? Do I look weird? All of those things running through your head, and that can that can just be seen. It's really obvious when an actor's going through those cogs in their head. You can see that they're not present. And I know, looking back now, I was that actor. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is where the imposter syndrome comes from because deep down, you know when you're on it and you know when you're not. I think everybody everybody knows that. So, yeah. I, do you know, I love that, right? Because um, years ago, there was a job that I had, uh, not too long ago, actually. And there was there was a time where I was cutting corners, mm. like doing just enough to mm. do what I needed to do. But I felt like, I felt like my boss at the time was picking up on it. Right. And I don't think he actually was, but I felt like that. And I remember <laughs> I was talking to my mum and I was, and it was giving me like, it was giving me, I don't, it feels like such a buzzword, but I was really anxious. I was like anxious a lot of the time, like anytime I had a meeting with him. And I remember I was just like, I ended up speaking to my mum about it. And she said to me, she was like, ah, but are you doing the work? And that question broke that thing for me because I was like, oh, no. That's what has been making me anxious because I haven't been doing the work. (laughs) So I'm like, you're going to find out today. (laughs) And it's like, but it's so interesting that you're like, no, when you dusted yourself off and said, no, there's no cutting corners here. Let's Mm. go and do this. Mm. It, it, It reminds me of like, I think I've said this before, like when you wear a nice outfit that you know is nice, it doesn't matter if anyone rates it or not. Trust, trust me. Or, e- or even if they see it or not, because it's like, this it's is so good. I, I like it. That's yeah. all that matters. I feel clean. I feel ready. Like I don't, I'm not seeking that validation from outside. You know, it's here. Mm-hmm. It's and I think that is a confidence that every actor should strive to get to. And it's not easy to do that though. 
Mm. You know, it's not easy. You know, we throw it around saying, you know, be open, be free, be comfortable in yourself and all of those things and bring that to the role. But those things take time, you know, those things take time and life. Now I understand why all of the acting teachers say life experience is the experience you need to, I guess, become a better actor and to draw on certain things because when you've got that wealth of experience in life, whatever stage that is, if you've been through, I don't know, whatever you've been through, that's there. And that's, it's like a pool of things you can just, you know what I mean? Jump into. Yeah. So I, I get that now. I love it. to get here. It took a while to get here, but maybe it was on time. I love that. I love that. Always, always. So, you know, like given everything that you've been through and overcoming imposter syndrome and really just looking back at your career, mm. um, even though we're at the very beginning, yeah. um, what would you say has been the most pivotal moment for you so far? Ooh. I think it was winning the award. 100%. I think for me, that that was like a... Okay, how do I... I want to say this properly. So, although awards aren't everything, they mean something. Um, and it's, it's like, that was a stamp of approval for me that I can do this and I can be recognised for this for this and I can be seen by this like you know what I mean this is what I do this is what I am and I think it was that stamp of approval for me especially the night after I was like raw I woke up I was like right actually yeah I did that you know like my work is I'm I'm seen I'm here now and for me that that was okay cool the hard work starts you know I've worked hard to get here but for me it wasn't a case of cool yes you know what I mean? I've blown, like, not at all. No way. This is literally where the hard work starts. And so I think that's changed my mindset just to be professional, hungry as ever. And let's just get it, man. Let's show up every audition as best as I can because you only get that one shot, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to mess it up as I have done in the past before by not being completely ready. I love that. I love that, right? Because from from the start, right, you've spoken about arriving. Mm. And I was thinking, okay, do we touch on it or not? But you've touched on it in the best way, right? Because I'm like, okay, but there's still loads to do in it. Yeah. But you are so aware of that because you're like, no, yeah, yeah, no, I've arrived. There's a point that I wanted to arrive at yes. and now the work starts. Yes. Um, so what, what is that point? I think that point for me is, ah, that's a good question, man. That's a very good question. Because I know the point. I yeah. know the point, but I just want to... Yeah, wanna... yeah, I think what that point is, is... This is this is what I do. Like I'm an actor, you know, um, and the work I do has meaning. It has impact, um, and it's like you have a responsibility. Whatever role you do, how big or small, to absolutely give it your all. And even and it even depends on like the scales of what it is. So I'm not talking about it has to be something that's on Apple TV or Netflix or the Royal Court even if it's a small promo vid that I did the other day for a theatre show that's coming out, 
in the new year. That's just a trailer. But I took that so seriously as if I was on the national. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the point where I'm at, where everything is the same to me. The work is the work. And I'm not phased by the scale of it because... Look, it's at the same at the end of the day, if it's Netflix, it's still a script. If it's a off West End show, it's still a script. It's the same process. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm happy to be here, if that makes sense. Wow. So it's a personal point. It sounds like a personal point of arrival, um, as opposed to an industry point of arrival. A bit of both though. A bit of both. Hundred okay. percent okay. like personally and mm-hmm. industry as well, because it's showbiz at the end of the day. Like, let's not fight it. This mm-hmm. industry is yeah. about visibility. It's about what have you done. Sometimes that's, it can be rubbish, but that's the monster. That's the game we're in. So I understand that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it is about the work, but it's also about being seen. And if you want to be seen, you've got to show up and talk about it. You know what I mean? You know what? I love the... Um the point that you're at because it's very balanced Mm. it's very balanced there's that deep somewhat spiritual point of personal growth and there's also that reality of like you know what a big show will help my career and I also decide, all right, cool. There's that balance between art and maybe who is the director because that can help me, which people always talk about. Do you know what I mean? It's not every day you can get like a, a a get out or like something that's so deep, but so commercial as well. Like, yeah, I love that. But it doesn't exist. Mm, It doesn't exist. Yeah. So for me, play the game. I love that. Mm. All right. Well, um, one thing I really wanted to speak to you about, and it's such a shame that I didn't get around to watching it, right, um, is Sucker Punch. Mm. Um, I so badly, I, like, I remember I wanted to go to the one in Hornchurch and I yeah. just didn't get around to it. And then when I did, it was somewhere else far. I was like, yeah, oh, we were, we were gone, man. Like, yeah, like 10, like 10 shows, like, and especially with Shem in it as well. Yeah, man. Big up I want to see that. Mm. Um, so what was it like touring that play? Oh, my days. Sucker Punch. That was one of the best experiences I've had acting-wise. Like, touring that play. And I think it was where we toured it as well, because the National had partnered with um, Hornchurch to create the First Nations partnership, where they're taking, I guess... Um, ethnically uh, ethnic minority plays into places where people don't really see these kind of plays mm-hmm. we were going to places like off the top of my head we were in Ipswich we were in Sunderland and people had never seen this kind of work so it was like a wow like really this is what we've been crying out for in, in these cities because we don't get this kind of work so it was a proper like what's the word it was a it was a it was touching because it's like, rah, this is having a massive impact, you know. I remember speaking to, a, like, an elderly man, a black man after the show in Sun- Sunderland? Sunderland, yeah. And he was like, amazing. Absolutely loved this. Like, I felt seen. I was from the 80s in this time. 
and we just don't get work like this. And it's we, I'm so thankful. And he was so like emotional about it. And I was like, rah, man, like art really can have that effect. So it was a lot of that on that side of thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But then at the same time, the reality of doing a show for five months on the road as well, it's not glamorous. <laughs> it's not glamorous at all. There are some days mm-hmm. when you you don't feel up to it, like you're tired, you can't be bothered. And you're like, but rah, this, isn't this what I've been praying for? Isn't this what I've wanted all the time? But of course it is, but there's also a reality at the end of the day that some days you're not going to be up for it. So it's also taught me how to still do the work and still do it to the best of your ability, even when you're feeling like, nah, not really today, but hey, people have paid to see you, people have come to watch, so you better park that and you better you better park it somewhere and put it on a handbrake, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Until you're ready to come back. So it's been a good learning curve in that respect as well, man. Wow. So you know what, right? Mm-hmm. Um, given the reality of like five months on the road, because that, that makes so much sense. You're not, it's not one city for one night. Nope. You're there for some time. Damn. And then that's so interesting. How how did you prepare for that? Because it's physical as well, isn't it? And there's mental and then there's the craft. So yeah. just how did you prepare for all of that? Yeah, physically, I'll start there. So one, I got, I knew about, well, I got the role the Thursday and rehearsal started on the Monday. And I was like, raw, I'm about to have my top off. I'm not in my best shape. So it caught me off guard a little bit. I was like, oh man, I wish I had like two months. But don't we all wish we had more time sometimes? You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was like, cool. Okay, cool. So we're in rehearsals and we had a boxing coach, Gary Cook, who's at Repton Boxing Gym. Loads of people have come from there, like Lawrence Acoli, some big fighters. Oh, um, and then we had Enrique, who's amazing fight director. And between the two of them, we got put through our paces, man. Like, really? physical, like, turning up to rehearsals maybe an hour or two before the non-boxers, just working out, skipping, boxing, like, getting all of our, all of our form right because it had to be to sell this you have to believe that we're boxers and we're punching lumps out of each other. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I mean, what? a day like Tucker Punch doesn't work. So the physical side was, I enjoy it because I, I am quite a physical person. But to channel that into a show, was it was so much fun. So, so much fun, man. Wow. And that was your, that was your first tour, isn't it? Yeah. First tour, first, like, lead supporting you know role in a big show like my first ever one and i'm touring you know in a, such an amazing piece as well sucker punch yeah. that's the play that i the first monologue i picked at identity was a monologue from sucker punch it was like a full circle moment yeah it's mad Proper mad. Yeah. so in terms of you get the role on a Thursday, yeah. you've got rehearsals on Monday. Yeah. How long are you in rehearsals for before you go in, you're going on the road? 
Um, so, how long did we have? I feel like we had about three, three weeks of rehearsal, just under three oh, okay. weeks. Okay, um, okay. And do you feel that was enough? Because um, it sounds tight to me. It's tight. It was too tight. I mean, Daniel and the original cast had six months, even in terms of physical training. So they had six months to really get into the role, shredded and all of that. And we really only have three weeks to do that. So myself, Shem, John, the boxers, we were on the crazy regime, man, just trying to get as fit as possible and as cut and as lean as possible in those three weeks because you, you just find out that you've got the role and then you get into shape. It's not like you're training that hard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the physical side was tough. And but I feel I feel like the cast was so good and we bounced yeah. off each other so well that the acting just from the first table read I was like rah this has been casted like perfectly man really yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh now nah, that's amazing man so you know like I want to get into what it was what what the tour was actually like for you you know like because you kind of touched on it in terms of like you know some days you're not feeling up to it but Mm. where you're like touring Mm -hmm. like five months what is that like like when you go to a city how long are you there and then do you guys have a break or do you have to go okay it's cool so usually so we finished london we our first stop was ipswich Mm-hmm. So we were in Ipswich for I think it was only four nights, four or five nights, so a working week. We were there. You go in, you're welcomed by the artistic director. Um, they show you around the theatre, and then we see the set in their particular theatre, which changes a lot because you know it's a big boxing ring and different things. So we have a walkthrough of the space, um, and we have a tech. At every single venue we go to, we have a tech, um, mm. probably on the first morning after we've arrived. So that was usual to get there. New Airbnb, mm. you know, you've got your bag and everything, assessing the rooms, everyone's trying to fight for the best room, <laughs> politics in the cast. Like, <laughs> it was funny, it was funny. <laughs> Me and Shem going, I, I want this room, da, 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 da. Um, But um, yeah, so we'd have a tech. And then it's just getting acquired to the space and feeling the space and the acoustics are different in different theatres and yeah. So usually that's what would happen. You go through your shows and then you have two or three days off, depending on how many shows were booked at the next venue. Ah, uh, true. So yep, yep, there were yep. times when we had four days off, one, two days off and it varied. Um, mm-hmm. But the travelling, yeah, the travelling was a long man. Like really long from Ipswich, we went up to Leicester, so that's like that was a long drive. Mm. Um, and yeah, the traveling was probably the worst part. Of really, it. yeah, okay. it's just it's not it's it's not glamorous, you know. <laughs> it's just not glamorous. That's what I have to say. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. So now that you you've done all these long drives, right, and you've had your days off, everything's nice, mm-hmm. and then it's over. Like, how does it? How did it feel coming off of your first tour? Yeah, I think it was a good time because it was summer, and like okay. everybody was. 
summertime, it was hot, there was parties happening. Mm-hmm. So it was just straight back into the London fast life mm-hmm. you know, with friends and stuff like that. But then yeah. you can only do that, you know, so many times. And then it's like, okay, so what am I going to do next? Like you get those show blues. You're like, oh, damn, I just finished a show. And you're thinking about how's this going to materialise into something else? Did enough people see it? Did the right people see it? Are we going to get an extension? So many things are starting to go through my head in terms of how can I capitalise on this show? Um, and so really it was just to sit down with my agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really chopped it up about what I liked about the tour, what I didn't like. Is there anything mm-hmm. you know different you want to look at going forward? Um, and then we just sort of re-strategized towards, you know, we've got six months now to the end of the year. What, what mm-hmm. is it that we want to try and get or do next? So mm. kind of that um, debrief and breathe again and let's, let's try and squeeze as much out of the second half of the year, man. Mm. Mm. So with that, right, like how, I don't know if you want to share, but sure. I'm just wondering, like, Given that your your career is still building, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you've clearly got a competent agent. Mm-hmm. When you and your agent are sitting down and make that strategy, w- what's left for you to do? That's a, yeah. For me, it's just to keep ready. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is for me. And for me personally, I still act like I haven't got an agent. So I try to make connections myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I work her in. So I'm still working. Okay. What about this director? He looks good. Let's try and connect with him in some way or her. Um, and so for me, it's the work for me is to keep sharp, keep ready, mm. whether that's reading scripts, going to the theater, doing self tapes with friends, going to workshops. Mm. We've done the work, but, you can't just stop. A footballer doesn't stop training. Neither does a boxer after a big fight. They have a break and then they get back on it again. So it's just about doing the work and staying, stay doing what works and what has worked for you. What got you the role? What got you the audition? Your work. So keep doing that. Keep trusting it. Um, and if your agent's doing her job, his job, and you're doing your job, I, I feel like that will align eventually when it's the right role for you. Amazing. Mm. I love that. I love that. I love that. Now, with that play being so, like, regarded and, you know, the the national being involved in that initiative and, you know, like, it's a revival of a classic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So um, it's nothing small at all. Mm. Um, like, the general feeling for an actor who is, like, you know ready to break through and stuff is that doing a job like that is going to result in career progression and like, I don't know, a new level of auditions. Is that what you, what, what you've experienced? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. Amazing. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, especially in the theater world because TV for me, I had, like, I, I tend to get good TV auditions, but mm-hmm. um, theatre was something I've been knocking on the door for a long time and no doors were being opened. But after this, mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, West End, all of all of those 
venues are are listening now, which is great, oh. which is great. And so I've seen a jump up in the profile of audition as well, which is amazing, man. Like, I used to pray for times like this, man. So to be able to now be in that position, yeah, proper, proper so, so grateful. And yeah, let's just see what can happen. You know, there's even towards the end of the year, there were some near misses, you know, some mm-hmm. great shows coming out next year. Yeah. So but I'm just happy to be in those rooms now. Man, do you know what? Mm. I love that because you've arrived. That is, I, I guess I'm, this is what I'm perceiving is that mm. that is one key point that you've arrived at in terms of crossing over to a certain type of auditions yes. now, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I can see the, it's not exhaustion, but the exhaling mm. on your face of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm considered. I'm, I'm in the squad, and I'm, my call ups are coming, basically. Yeah, and I feel like that's a, and it's not an arrogance thing either. It's just, no. a, it's a state of confidence, you know. Yeah, like you've, you proved yourself. Yeah, and now it's about doing it again and again and again. And when that opportunity comes again, just be ready to prove yourself again. And so that's exactly where I'm at, man. I love that. And you're also just stating facts. Like, yeah. this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, so, you know, like, when you won um, Best Supporting Male Actor, which was a huge achievement, and, you know, congratulations again, my bro. Um, what was that like, just winning that award? Crazy. Like, absolutely crazy. Because... It's, it's a thing where, okay, cool. I've I've thought about winning awards before. I won't lie to you. I'd be like, bro, I've watched people winning Oscars. I'm like, that would be amazing to be recognised mm-hmm. for your work. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the, the nomination came through, I was like, bro, I was not expecting to get nominated for this play. Mm-hmm. That's the honest truth. I thought there's been mm-hmm. way too many bigger shows, higher profile shows that people would get considered for. Um, and so to win it, crazy man I had my parents up there oh. I had like my, my my boy as well there and just to see like all of the that black British scene so much talent in the room and to be amongst it and then to go on to win it I was like this is what we do this for man do you know what I'm saying for moments like this to give yourself that recognition for people to recognise the quality of the work you're doing it feels good it feels good um, and yeah, I just, I always think back to Rob, when you started this, um, in 20, like, I don't know, way back. And if you were to tell your younger self, you're going to be nominated for an award in 2023 and win it, he would have been like, are you crazy? Like, no, that's, oh. like, that's not going to happen. And so I always think back to times like that and I'm like, cool, this is what you do it for, man. So just keep going, keep grounded. I'm just keep pushing, but nah, amazing, amazing feeling. Mm. I love that humble and confident, man. It's a great balance. It's a great balance. Um, now you winning that award and going on tour with a play like Sucker Punch is like a good immersion 
into theatre, right? And as you said, like, you know, West End theatres now, by God's grace, they're listening, isn't it? Mm. Um, so now that you're getting that glimpse into, you know, like you're getting probably like a better understanding of like how things work and, you know, where certain casting directors can 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 find talent, etc. Yeah. And there's always been that link between theatre and TV and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, from your understanding and the glimpses that you're having, how important is theatre for emerging actors? I'd say it's so key, man. Like, do not sleep on theatre. Really, really don't sleep on theatre. From your own personal growth perspective like to be able to do something live think on your feet when things go wrong and still push through and still own that character and own because only you know when you've made a mistake per se you know what I'm saying and so to be able to have that live exercise as an actor nothing beats it nothing beats it and I was again I was telling a friend after the tour he was like how is it how was doing theatre for that long and I said I feel like I've retrained completely yeah so now it's a case of just owning the role it's just weird I just feel like a completely different actor post-tour to when I started it for what I thought this game was or how I thought theatre would go um really it's like how 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 what's different now I just feel way more confident in my choices because beforehand I think there was just still a little bit of doubt like damn I remember reading the script like, right, this is a lot. Like, this is a lot. It's just, it's just simple as that. And being able to do it constantly, night after night, and finding the new, the new, the newness in the play each night, that is something I've heard as a cliche. Every night's going to be different. It literally is. Every night was just different in the essence of the play, whether that was the audience and one of our cast members, John, John Rogers, who, by the way, yeah, people are going to know about John Rogers, but he, he said the audience is the last character in the show. And I started to see that once we were doing different shows in different places, the reaction we were getting was fueling a different feel of the show every other night. Mm. When the kids were in to when, you know what I mean? To when it was a press night and that audience gave a completely different energy and it just feeds into how you perform. And that's only something you can get in theatre. Mm. And Oh God, I flopped, but I'm going to keep going because they don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? That line, yeah. that adrenaline is just, yeah, I wish it for every actor. So if you've got an opportunity to do theatre, don't, don't look at it downwards, you know. Don't look down on it, sorry. Like, theatre is definitely... And will always have value, man. Always. Mm. Oh, I love that, man. Mm. I love that. I love that. So, I want to know, right, because you're clearly very focused and confident and driven, right? Mm. How do you balance hunger yeah. and not being consumed by becoming successful? Mm, this is good. This is good. For me, do you know what? It's finding other stuff outside of acting. Like acting can mean a, should mean a lot to you if you're an actor because I'm not sure you'll be able to go as far in, in an industry with so much rejection in it. So it should mean a lot. 
that it shouldn't mean everything. You know, I found a lot of joy outside of acting. I've started my own podcast with a friend. I'm starting to get into radio, presenting, and so many different things outside of acting that keep me ticking over creatively as well in terms of writing and things like that. So there's other things that I'm genuinely interested in doing alongside acting. I feel like acting is just another branch of what I do rather than it being the heart. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, And I think that's that can help you not be so consumed by the industry is to just find other things. I'm sure there are things that, you know, other you can enjoy outside of the industry, just a mm-hmm. all rounded person. And I just always say for people to explore that, find that, whatever that is for you, you know? I love that, man. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, Christian, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, before we go, um, yeah, I just wanted to know what's what's on the horizon that you can speak about. Horizon. I've well, nothing confirmed, but there's 2024's already started with some good auditions. And you know, oh, hopefully I, I can I can book some of them. I think with my own podcast as well, that's that started really nicely and we've got some plans for that as well. Um Amazing. you might see me in the sports field soon. All right. Yeah, man, there's some there's some stuff cooking outside of the industry as well, which yeah. which is really cool. Um but yeah, hopefully some more some more impactful work for sure, man, twenty twenty four. I love that, man. I love that. I love that. Well, I wish you all the best. And we will definitely be catching up soon, my bro. So thank you.